God to make room for you. What does it mean for God to say that you will be fruitful in this land? Does it have anything to do with you? I've seen many Christians that they turn God into a magician. You believe that you don't need to do anything except that God should bless you. Any church that they are telling you that is a fallacy. And we don't preach that kind of fallacy in this church. That you have no part. I hear in some churches, I don't want to mention and I don't want to discriminate, that people even fast for other people. Hello, have you heard that before? You've heard that before. You are supposed to fast. And then somebody takes your fast and is holding the fast for you. Is that the way God works? Bible says in Isaiah 58, is this not the fast that I have called? Is this not the fast as I have called? So, here, we will tell you the truth. And what is the truth? You have a part in the work of God. You must play your part. Tell your neighbor, play your part. I've read the Bible by the grace of God at least many times over. I have not seen where God says that don't do anything, just sit by and I do all the work. That's why he says, Jesus said, even if you have the faith, size of what? A mustard seed. You can tell that mountain, move from that place, cast into the sea, and it will what? Happen. Tell your neighbor, play your own part. So, here we talk about Rehoboth on Sunday. The man of God came to us and talked about Rehoboth. And we're going to be examining line by line, precinct by precinct, what did we learn from this scripture? Hallelujah. So, the, the, the first one, I'm going to, the first thing is found, with, let me step back to Genesis 25th verse, Genesis, that same chapter, verse 15. Help me with verse 15. And he said that, he said, now the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham, his father, and they had filled them with what? Earth. Now, let me explain what that means. It means that something that had a natural use has been perverted. And I hear it every time that where purpose is not, how do they put it? Where purpose is not clear, abuse will set in. Wherever purpose is not clear, abuse will set in. So, the man of God said to us, and I like the way he put it on Sunday. He said, this represents the good things of your life. That the enemy has come and he has filled up with the wrong substance. So, you have a wealth, a well of good marriage and then he comes and he puts sand. You have a well of good business. Then he comes and he puts sand. You have a well of good children. Godly children. All of a sudden you are asking yourself, what happened to this child? A child that was brought up, you know, under Christian godly ways. All of a sudden just decides to go ori. And then you ask, ah, how? 
Maybe a child that was so promising that you are even thinking, quote the Bible. And then, go wrong. May that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. Some of my friends were children of reverend. <laughs> they were the most troublesome in school. Reverend, children of the reverend. If not for the grace of their parents, of their father on them, I don't know what would have happened. And you know what I'm talking about? May that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. So this evening, I'm going to help you. I'm going to ask you to help me. What other kind of well does the enemy fill with earth? Help me. Yeah, bring the Bible. Kachi, at least I'm your older brother. I can send you a message now, Ravi. I can message you. There's a message. Okay, help me. What? Hallelujah. The well of good health. What does the enemy feel with it? Sickness. 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 Always sick. Always there's something. I have a headache tomorrow. My body is paying me. My back ache. You know, I know people who are sick of being sick. Every time you call them, what is it? I have migraine. I have this. I have that. It's not their fault. It is the enemy that is, you know, filling the well with what is not supposed to. Any other person? Any other person? Anybody else? Anything? Yes, you said? Come, be bold. Be bold like a lion. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well of anger. Well of anger. All of a sudden, and let me tell you, it can happen to any one of us. Something just upsets you, and you're so angry, and you do something you ought not to have done. I think I've shared here one day that I just resprayed my car, and the next thing, this guy just. From, and I was running for him and telling him until he scratched the car. The scratch is still there. So, of course, I got down. I was so angry. It, it wasn't even him. The driver was, he was an Uber person and the driver was apologizing. It was the guy sitting at the back, the passenger, who asked me that, didn't I have eyes? <laughs> it took it took the Holy Spirit, complete Holy Spirit. <laughs> it took, you know, it took me. When I even, you know, when I look at the guy, I say, I can deck this guy. You know, if I couldn't deck him, it's another thing. I say, I can deck this guy. You know, it took the whole of me. And you know how that even frustrates you more. Frustrates you more. He said, the, the driver was begging, you know, there's a policeman around there who saw and was begging me, apologizing to me. Then he said, uh, you two, did you see? He, he you know, I yanked open the back door. It was like for me to just reach inside and pull him out. You know, I just said no. <sighs> so I walked back into my car. I was incensed. And I got into the car. I was shaking visibly with anger. And 
And normally, I'm a calm person. Normally, I'm, you know, even under STP, I would just say, look, what's this? Do you know the next thing? As I was driving off or something, my sister lives in Abekuta. And she just called me. I saw my phone ringing. So I picked it up. Ah, hello. So, ah, you mean what's the matter? I said, why? He said, somebody saw you. <laughs> the person didn't stop to help me. <laughs> called my sister in Abekuta. <laughs> To tell her that saw me at the side of the road and I was angry with someone. So if the guy had jogged me, it would <laughs> So I just said to myself, I said, thank God. Imagine if I had entered into a brawl. <laughs> Lagos pastor. <laughs> Lagos pastor. Anyway, one good thing is that they will join Pastor Femi's name. <laughs> Pastor Femi's, Pastor Femi, one of Pastor Femi's assistants engaged in street fights. <laughs> he says, who said that? Who said that? Stand up and close your eyes. <laughs> so, yeah. Let, Bible says, he that take heed, and he that stands, let him take heed, lest he falls. You know, the, the, the devil can use small things to mess you up. Just a small thing, just to mess you up. We are learning today. Small thing. So even those things that you think you are above and beyond, you need to take care. Hello? You need to do what? Take care. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Any other person want to do one more before we go? Or we can continue? Anybody? How? How? Yeah. Come. Yeah. Go on. Finances. How? You are broke all the time. <laughs> and not only are you broke all the time, the bills keep on coming. <laughs> Have you tried this before? When, when, when your child now comes to you, innocently, a poor child, mommy or daddy, they said we should. <laughs> May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Now, let me tell you what. It is that broke that causes some people to do certain things. Things you'd never imagine you could do in your life. Somebody makes you an offer and that offer can sort your problem out. Hello, am I speaking to Christians here? Why are you looking at me as if I'm the only one? Somebody makes you an offer you cannot or he thinks you cannot reject. The same way the devil made an offer to Jesus. Yes, my sister. Please, I need you on, I need you on the microphone so that people are talking. Your what? Salary in Nigeria, that's what they call it. Uh, oh, Nigerian salary make you broke. Before you collect the money, you're already broke. The first thing is that how many people do book me down here? Book me down. You go to the Mama Puts. <laughs> the Lord help us. Amen. Tell your neighbor upgrade. <laughs> Upgrade. So we learned that. 
Now, but we found out something. And in that thing, it says to me that, but these words had been handed over to Isaac. They were rightfully his. Like I said on Monday, if it was the days of issuing C of O, the C of O of the wealth were with who? Isaac. But there was a lot of contention. And the problem, the issue is that as Christians, many times, because we are in a contentious position, we tend to compromise with the enemy. Am I speaking the truth? What do we do? We compromise with the enemy. We think that the enemy, we are saying to the enemy, look, okay, you can have this. Just let me have that. You can have this. Just let me have that. Help me with James 4, 7. James 4, 7. What does James 4, 7 say? James 4, 7. James 4, 7. I know it's not what I gave you. He says, therefore, read the first part. Part A says what? Submit to God. You remember I said to you, you must have a part. Submit to God. But not just submit to God. What did he say again? Resist the devil. And he will do what? He will flee from you. So, it's time for us to lay claim to everything that we have. This is not the time for us to negotiate with the devil. A little level, a little level, I beg your pardon, levels the whole lump. Small compromise here. Small compromise there. That's why even in your confession, I like Sister Tope, I asked her, how's the week been? She said, wonderful. I'm sure, have you experienced some challenges this week? A lot. But you still confessed positive. Somebody asks you with, about your child and you say, that boy, I don't know. Now in my family, follow come. <laughs> we know they do like that for our own family. Now in my people, he get, in my get one brother. Now so exactly so they behave. If you see that brother, you don't see my picking. Meanwhile, that man is a near doer. Have you not prophesied over your child? Your child does something, you ask your child, say, are you well? It's a question. You know, sometimes we've got to watch it. Because part of our compromising comes with our confession. Our confession. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Now, if there's something you need to note here, one of the things you need to do is to lay claim to your inheritance in Christ Jesus. Every inheritance that God has given to you, whether it is happiness, joy, healing, any blessing that you have seen in the Bible, it is yours for appropriation. It has your C of O written on it. And may we experience it in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Now I go further. In verse 18 of that same, of uh, Genesis 26, it says, And Isaac dug the wells of water, which they had dug in the days of Abraham, his father, for the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. And he called them by the names which his father had called them. Now, 
what I said here in my notes is that Isaac had to redig the wells. And I think Pastor Etefia mentioned it to us that because of the force of the enemy, because of what the enemy had done, he had to redig the well. So many times we've had to go back. I was talking to a staff of mine yesterday, and I think Minister Lake, Minister Lake, the guy told me that he attempted jam six times. Pastor, six times. Somebody did jam six times. Do you know what that means? At the time that he was getting into university, his classmates had finished masters plus youth, youth core. Six times. Is it not enough for somebody to commit suicide? Six times. Hello? You said stagnation. Complete stagnation. Do you know there's no better, there's no more difficult question to answer than maybe during Christmas. You say, hey, Chinedu, so what are you doing now? Do you know what that meant? There were people who are his juniors, who are younger than him. They had gained admission, they had started working, and he was still doing jump. So every year, he was digging the same well. Every year. He said, the year that he now got 300 and something that they had accepted him in maybe University of Lagos. I didn't even know that happened. Apparently, there was a year that Jam canceled English for some people. Is that right? He said, so that year that he made it, oh, they now canceled English. When they canceled it, English, he now came down. <laughs> One year he made it again, but he didn't have his five papers. So he had retake, he, he retook his five papers. He took his GC or GC or something. Results came out. He what? P7 in English. Yeah. Pastor Etefi, am I representing you well? What was that man doing? He kept on digging, digging, digging. And I know some of us. We know what it may not have been jammed, but there are some things that are reoccurring in our lives. That every time it seems as if we find ourselves back there, we are back in that position. When we think we've gone past it, we are back in that position. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. And you know what we were praying was that anybody that is contending with us, may the Lord contend with them in the name of Jesus. I said, in the name of Jesus. Let me, let, me, let me share this with you. Because in verses 19 to 20 of that same scripture, it says, And Isaac's servant dug in the well, in the valley, and found what? A well of running water. So finally, they made it. They finally found what they're looking for. My brother, his admission came. He had the letter from Jam saying that you have now been admitted for political science at the prestigious University of Lagos. He found running water. But was that the end of the story? What happened? Please go further. 20. 
This same headman. <laughs> this same headman. This same headsman. You don't take. They say there's nothing new. This same headsman. I didn't put any tribe before them. I just said headsman. The same headsman of Gerah. What do they do? They quarreled with Isaac's headsman. Say what? This admission that you have gained is ours. This marriage is what? Ours. This new relationship you have found is what? Ours. You sold your old car to buy another car. Meanwhile, your old car was always giving you trouble parking on the road. So you thought you had gotten a brand new deal. Tokumbo Yogbe. Brand new Tokumbo. You didn't know you had jumped from prime fan to fire. This one, because you even upgraded from Toyota to Mercedes, your mechanic has no mercy. The one that was helping you with Toyota said, okay, let me, me, let me pity you. This one, mwah. do you know how much balloon in a Mercedes cost? <laughs> Praise the Lord. The same headsman says the water is ours. He says your happiness is ours. Your joy is ours. You have no right to it. Your success is ours. You have no right to it. Your, pro, your progress is ours. Has somebody ever said something to you? He said, over my dead body, would this thing happen to you? He says, it is ours. So he called the name of the place Essek because they quarreled with him. Does anybody want to make a contribution here? Yeah, let me hear you. Praise the Lord. These days we have become so spiritual about everything. Mm. If this was us that it was happening to, we would yeah. say maybe God doesn't want us to for to this line. Mm. We will now start looking for something else to do. Can we clap for her? Can we clap for her? So that's that's another thing. In the course of all of this tribulation, we get distracted. We get discouraged. So God told you vividly. You are going to be a public relations consultant like me. Then the next thing, because that I'm facing headsmen from Gera, I go and follow Taylor. Because I saw Dr. Saji successful in tailoring. Some people even leave the work and go and become pastor. They say they want to start church when God has not called you. You know a few scriptures. You can pray in tongues, small. And you say, well, if you like say this prayer, I know they happen. Let me chant. Let me start. <laughs> eh? Give me the name of a church. The Transformation Church of God. No, it's called, it will be called PR Church of God. It's PR. <laughs> oh my God. Are we, are we telling, do you now know how many of us miss it? And then you are praying. You are laboring in what God has not called you to be. Yeah, I'm going to come to you. Yeah. Some of us leave God and even stop coming to church. We come, we, you remember I said, I think which day was it when I, two weeks ago, I said you keep malice with God. Yes, sir. 
You keep malice with God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's very true. When our sister mentioned about some of us, we keep malice with God and we stop coming to church. In the account of the, the woman that the widow that went to Jesus. Yeah. I think in Luke chapter 18, verse 5, that even Jesus himself said, This woman, by her persistence and by continually coming, thank you. She will weary me. God himself can be weary. When you continue to persist, bombard him. Because of that, he will give you your heart. Hallelujah. Do, do you remember the parable with the judge? That the woman kept on. He kept on knocking. The judge wants to sleep. He, she will knock. The judge wants to eat. She will knock. He said, I beg, take what you want. So, one of the things as Christians we must learn is to obtain victory by our persistence. We must learn to obtain victory. So, when something is not going our way, people will even begin to mock you. You are the one that prays the most. You are the one that does the most. You are this, you are that. How come it's not working for you? But when you know the promise that God has given to you, guess what? You can claim victory on your knees. There's somebody that I know. I had some issues sometimes. And then somebody said to me, said, ah, that woman, she can pray. That that's the only woman that I know that can pray 48 hours non-stop. Today, if I tell you where she is, she's in a better position. She claimed her victory through persistence. We don't preach that anymore. We preach a microwave God. We preach a pizza God. We preach hot dog God. Come, receive, go. Eh? With what? Popcorn God. We have forgotten about perseverance. Sister Lydia, am I talking like... We have forgotten about perseverance. We have forgotten about long-suffering. We have forgotten about endurance. He says you should run this race with what? With endurance. If, there's, if the race is not tiring, do you need to run with endurance? If I say, Pastor Etefia, run from that place to this place, will it be running with endurance? No. He says nothing. But I'm going to try Pastor Etefia. Let me even help you small. <laughs> Pastor Etefia, your wife is here. Okay. Jog to Maryland. Your wife will pick you at Maryland. You need endurance. In fact, no jog walk. You need endurance. Hallelujah. Yes, Sister Tokwe. Yeah. Sister, I, I, I was studying Jesus one day and I realized that he was really mocked. He was mocked. At the time of um, when he was going to be crucified mm. and they were telling him, Shebi, you say, yeah. Shebi, it's the same you yes. that was preaching that you are going to, yeah. you are the king of the Jews. Calm down. Be, you said you can even demolish this, um, the, you, you demolish the, 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 the temple. And you are going to now help yourself now. Yeah. So I, I believe till you get to the place of mocking, if you don't get to the place of you being mocked, you are not ready. Oh. But when you are mocked and you continue, you even double that which you even do for God, then the devil himself will just pack his load and Ah, Auntie me. 
So let's be real. I remember we used to say that Wednesdays was for the true Christians. Without, uh, I'm not trying to cast suspicion on the people who are at home. But I remember we used to say Wednesdays was for the deep Christians. Anybody can come to church on Sunday. Because really, they don't even have good programs on DSTV on Sunday morning. So what are you doing at home? The better opera. Yeah, tell me now. Tell me which one. Tell me now. Why are you acting as if you don't watch them? Tell him Mondo. They don't show the better ones on Sunday morning. So what are you doing at home? There's nothing. Come to church. But on Wednesday evening, Arsenal versus Chelsea. And you still choose to come to church. Yeah, I'm going to come and meet you. Let me tell you a testimony. You know I'm an Arsenal fan. Every time I skip church to watch an Arsenal fan, we will surely lose. Surely, as night followed day, we will lose. It's one day. I don't make any day that I play. I think, okay, let me. Mm, ah, Arsenal, quarterfinal, semifinal, final. Mm, let me start. Let me, ah, mm, pastor will understand. We will lose. But when I come to church, <laughs> praise the Lord, Sister Lide. Praise God. Um, on Friday, last week, TGIF, we're talking about coping, um, coping mechanisms. Mm. And this whole thing is sweet to say, to say that you keep on digging, you're a good believer. But the truth is, if you're going to be realistic and look at this story for real, it's not easy to keep digging. Like, ah. It's not easy to keep on going from one First of all, sorry, clap for her. Clap for her. Let's clap for her. Thank you for being a Christian. Yeah. Go on. So the problem is not that we don't want to dig. It's not like, it's not like we don't know that the word of God is true. It's not that, I don't know that if I keep digging, God will come true. But the issue is, how do I, how do I pull up the strength to keep on digging? Hmm. Um... Yes, God has given me a word, and I know that if I keep digging, I'll get water. But how do I stay there? How do I stay in that place? For real, let's not look at a well right now. Let's look at the story of probably your employee that you gave that he wrote jam six times. How do I stay in that place and not lose my mind? How do I stay in that place and keep serving God? How do I stay in that place and not think that, God, are you for real? When is this word going to come to pass? I mean, six years writing jam for six years. God gives me a word. I'm going to get admission. I'm going to be a doctor. And six years, I'm still writing jam. It's not reality to say that I'll just keep on digging. I'll just keep on writing jam. It's not that easy to, to do. Uh, you, when you get to that place, you know that it's not easy to dig. Uh, uh, come on, clap properly now. Let's hear, let's hear. Let me, let me ask you a question. Give me examples of digging. I'm not saying it's you. I can give you one. You know, sometimes I don't understand it. Man of God, the finest ladies with better character, they are the ones that don't find husband. Have you, have you, I know, you know some, you and I know some people like that. Nice that you say, ah, ah. Have you seen that before? Are you, ah, ah. Meanwhile, we, I don't know what you call them in your days. In our days, we used to call them Kura. The real Kura. Oh, guy, you know the people I'm talking about now. Not only would they find husband, the husband will almost die because of them. Huh? Oh, no. 
know how. How? 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 You f- let me not say it. Yeah, let me hear you. Um, when Auntie Tokwe was talking about Nigerian salary, I was laughing. Uh-huh. You know how you will save, 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 save? Under porch. Your village people will just come when the money is looking <laughs> with all their family troubles. And you have no other option than to do it. Mm. Then at the end of the year, my mom will ask, ah, so you have not been saving at all? And I'll be like, ah, where did you the one that brought this for me? <laughs> so that's another part of everybody's um, telling you, you have to invest in property, you have to do this. You are saving towards that, and at the end of the day, something else is taking the money. And you keep doing that. I know of a lady that it has happened to like five years in a, mm. at a stretch. Mm. She just told me this morning, I said, Auntie, any money that I make now, I'm chopping it. Mm. Because the minute I save it, something happens. Mm. So- <laughs> Somebody digs a well. <laughs> Somebody blocks the well. You want to say something? I saw a hand up there. Yes. Have you said something today? I'm looking for somebody who hasn't said. Okay. She hasn't said anything. Let me, let me hear her. Yes. Are we learning something today? Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. I want to add something to what my sister said. Yeah. You know, so persistency is key. Oh, wow. Yeah, but um, it could be tiring. It can be frustrating. You know, routine. Mm. I have to, you dog this, dog this, dog this. You know mm. that tomorrow you are still going to dig another one. That mm. nothing will come out of it. So I want, to, I want to say that you have to enjoy the process. You have to um, just depend on God. And sometimes we can cry as well. But that's why we say it's hard. Even in those things, instances, yeah. it it's break, hard. We can break down. We can be depressed along the line. Those things are part of the condiment. If it makes you cry, cry. Wipe off your tears and recalibrate. Because you have to dig. And what Again, you have to continue digging. God bless you, man. I'm going to show you something else. You know, you want to say something. Okay, let me quickly take you. Let me quickly take you. That what? Thank you very much. That's mm. the truth. Crying is not sin. Mm. I understand it. When a man cries, it does not mean that he is weak. Mm. Probably he has been very, very strong for too long. Mm. So... You right, use the right word. You cry to recalibrate and to you raise yourself to move on. But when you looked at it very well, as a Christian, it is not easy to dig. I want to compliment our word. But as a Christian, we have what is called faith. You say it's the substance of things hopeful, mm-hmm. the evidence of things not seen. Mm. That will keep you going. Make sure your faith is not tampered with. Okay. But by it, you will obtain a good report. Pastor, I want to say something. Yeah. So keep your faith going and know that Jesus too dug so Collins. much wells. Jesus, in, in Hebrew chapter 12, verse 2, he said, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for this joy that was set before him. Before him. He endured, endured the cross. Is it easy to endure? Despise the shame. When you say the word endure, is it a... When I say you have to endure something, is it a pleasant word? It's not. Is it a promising word? It's not. Is it an easy word? When, when I say you have to endure, 
There's hardship. Let me not use the word hardship. There's challenge. There's challenge. There are mountains. I'm going to let pastor speak. Pastor, please. But let's underline that word, endure. Yes, sir. I agree with everything everybody has said. But to every problem, God always provides a solution. That's right. So, we, we identify the problem. And Pastor Tefia, thank you for this word. You'll find out on Sunday what I mean. Now, it is hard to dig. Because we get tired, we get frustrated, we get discouraged. But the only antidote for discouragement is encouragement. It's not prayer. It's not laying on of hands. When somebody is discouraged, the only corrective factor is encouragement. Encouragement must come from other people. And this is a problem I have with church people. If they see your staff, if he was a member of this church, he dug jam three times. After a while, anybody that wants to see you jam will not sit near the fellow. If I sit too close to you, maybe I'll be digging like you. You know, we judge people quickly. If something not do you, why they do jam five times? Instead of encouraging the fellow. Trust me, if we were there, we will have seen that even Isaac got discouraged. Maybe some of his senior headsmen say, Oga, were well able to conquer this mountain. Somebody must have been speaking to him. Unfortunately, church people generally don't speak encouragement. You get a lot of judgment. You get a lot of rationale. You get a lot of things. I tell you, the Bible says two are better than one. It says when one is down in the dumps, when one is down with discouragement, the other one will help him. But woe to him who is alone when he's digging and digging and digging. Come on, man. <laughs> and, and you can be you can be in the midst of a lot of people and you're still alone. Yeah. I'll show you one scripture. I'll show you one scripture. Church, let me tell you something. Love is the answer to all the laws in the Bible. It says, he that walks in love has fulfilled all the law. I read Galatians 6 verse 2. Galatians 6 verse 2. You will see what I mean. That digging, if you're alone, you won't finish digging it. Bear one another's word. Digging, is it a burden or not? And redigging and redigging. Is it a burden or not? It says, bear one another's burden. And so, you fulfill the law of Christ. So, if you are not bearing the burdens with people, it means you cannot fulfill the law of Christ. The word burden is error. The same Jesus that says, come unto me all ye that labor and heavy laden. When he went to heaven, after he went, some burden is still there. That he has, you need some people who bear one another's burden. When it is time, I remember when you were redigging CMC. <laughs> you remember that, Pastor? You dog, 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 dog. <laughs> you got to a point, some people wanted to invest, and you came to me and said, 
how far I sell God. This is the way. Be encouraged. This road will lead to plenty. Look at your car outside now. The car is an embarrassment to all of us. <laughs> I'm sleeping inside. <laughs> Let me read the Living Bible. Give us the Living Bible. Share, read with me. Share each other's troubles and problems. And so you obey the Lord's command. When he sent them out to go and preach, why did he send them two by two? The day one say, I don't tire. They're not, they, they're not even responding to the gospel. The other one will say, let's try some more. You can be married and your partner is not sharing your burden. Can't even be criticizing you. So it's not how many people you have around you. It is who is with me. May God send us helpers. Amen. As, as a matter of fact, to answer your scripture, please go back to that um, uh, um, verse 19 to 20 of Genesis. Just to answer what you said, sir. Now, who dug the wells? Why do you think Isaac's servants now dug the well? He was tired. Did he occur to you? He was tired. He probably wasn't following them anymore. Yeah, he said, I dug this one. Nothing happened. I dug this one. Don't give up. In line with what pastor said, we will dig for you. It brings up another person. Who are you associating with? If you don't have the right person, when it comes to people digging for you, they will leave you. As a matter of fact, Pastor, permit me. Remember Saul, the first king of Israel. He was chosen by God. When his father sent him to say to look for the donkeys, he said he's tired. He said, I'm going home. To go and embrace failure and disgrace. Tall, handsome, son of a multi-billionaire. Come home, disgrace your father. You couldn't find a few donkeys. And how, why will I pass my wealth to a stupid little boy that cannot find a few donkeys? He was the servant. They said, let's not go. Somebody encouraged him. He said, let's go to the man of God. The fellow said, say, I, didn't have, I don't have I any money. money. Imagine a servant bringing money to pay for a prince. You that's the kind of person you pray to be around you. Amen. Because that's the kind of encouragement that led him to meet Samuel. You know the rest. You know the rest. So I help her. May I help her be by her side? Let me quickly show you something. I want to address verse 21. Verse 21. Then they dug another well. And they quarreled over that one also. So he named the place what? Sitna. In my notes, I said, Sitna is where you are supposed to completely now give up on your dreams. I'm not doing jam again. Enough. I'm not entering. You know, there are some women... And I don't mean any sort. I, maybe let me also talk men also. That when their life partner now eventually shows up, you are so angry that you drive the person away. <laughs> Some people know. <laughs> Frustration. 
frustration. Before the guy says, well, no, 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 no. I think all of you are the what? The same. Is that right or not? All of you, you are from the same. You know, it's not even your fault. It's your father, four, 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 father, Adam. That's exactly how he was too. Eve. That's how he deceived man. I don't want to hear. You know, you are so battered. You are so bruised. A Monday prayer meeting we had, uh, and those of you who joined, you know what? The, one of our children in America who has been looking for a job gave a testimony. Fantastic fellow. And he said he had been for all the interviews and nothing was happening. So there was another interview and his mother told him, prepare for this interview. And he said, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm not going, mommy. I'm not going anymore. I'm not even sure that this is your God. You know, when things now become bad, it's no longer our God. It's your God. I'm not sure it's a good God because how can he be looking? His mother said it. He, she panicked. She came. She called me. Please call OT. Please, blah, blah, blah. Because she said, I can't. Yeah, that I, he can't be a good God. That he will watch me suffer. That is that place called Sitna. Let me tell you how bad his Sitna was. Even they were going, the person they were going to not give the job to in one of the interviews, they mistakenly sent the letter to him. So he saw that he was not, he was even another Nigerian. So where is Sitna? And many of us are at Sitna. You understand? Many of us are at Sitna right now. Why? Because we believe that we have reached the last bus stop. It's a place of frustration. It's a place of dejection. It's a place of depression. It's where people begin to think of suicide. It's where people begin to toy with suicide. It's where people begin to romance some things. Alcohol. Drugs, binging, sex. Because you say, after all, it's not worth it. I'm worthless to myself. I'm worthless to the society. Even the God himself doesn't count me worthy. What's the point? I want to pray this evening that anybody or that anybody that you know, by the extension of the glory and the unction upon your life that is in Satan right now. He's living or she's leaving that place in the name of Jesus. Tonight, she will leave that place. Tonight, he will leave that place. Tonight, you will leave that place. Tonight, I will leave that place. Because guess what? You can be in a good place in a certain part, but in a certain, another area of your life, you are in Satan. You just can't get past it. No matter how much you win, you can't get past it. I'm just quickly so because I can move. Going on. 26A, 22A, 22A. Just give me quickly 22. He said what? Read the first line with me. He did what? He did what? He did what? 
He moved from there. He moved from Sidna. Did somebody carry him away from Sidna? Did the car come and fetch him? I hear pastor. Once you have gotten the encouragement. Once your, 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 your servants have helped you to deal, dig the well. Whose responsibility is it to move from Sidna? It's yours. It's yours. Move from there. Move from some relationships you are having now. Move from some places that you have stagnated. Move from some things that you are doing. Move from some habits that you have. Move from there. May the Lord help you in it. Just say, Pastor wants to add to it. Um, to the question again about why it's difficult for us to dig. When we dig, we're moving away from Sitna. When we choose to keep trying. Now, there are, apart from people who discourage you by telling uh, anybody that does jam three times, they never fast again. No. <laughs> but there are also people that justify and give you reasons why you should sit at sit now. That's why some women, you will have friends that will tell you, every man, now so they be, just disgrace the man. The fellow that broke your heart has gone no. The new one that come is one suffering. So there are people, there are voices that say, sit now. Nobody ever escapes you. Just settle there. At your age, you are not going anywhere, anywhere. So there are people that will refuse to encourage you. Rather, they would criticize you. But there are some people that will tell you. There's, you have enough reason not to trust God anymore. You have enough reason not to be nice to any man anymore. You have enough reason never to trust a woman anymore. There are such voices. So at Sitna, we need to bind some voices. May the Lord tie their tongues so that it's only the voice of the Lord will hear. <laughs> Pastor, I even hear that, you know, there are some friends, they use their experience to judge your own. The lady that the man seeks hasn't had any bad experience so. but the friend she's moving with has had bad experience I, then, I, I might be real so the gentleman approaches the lady it is the friend that answers the question <laughs> somebody has a dick another person so the guy comes to the lady God sent but you know Tongue speaking. Say, eh? Eh? Ah, I know your type. I know your type. Don't mind him more. He's a liar. She doesn't know him from Adam. Huh? So that one is confused and is looking. Say, no, 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 no. What did he say? He wrote you a letter. Let me see. He's lying. <laughs> eh? the, the guy is in love. He sends you flowers. And you bring the flowers home and you're looking at flowers with a nice card. Then the friend comes and says, what's happening? He says, ah, so, 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 send the flowers. Is that what is made? Send people. <laughs> May the Lord help us. But we thank God because we have a great God. Because what happened in 22B 
Bible tells us that he moved from there and he dug another well. And then what happened? 22b. He moved from there and he dug another well. And they did not quarrel over it. So he named, he called its name Rehoboth. Because he said what? For now, the Lord has made room for us. And we shall be fruitful in this land. Bible says that even though crime may endure for a night, for the night, joy comes in the morning. Yeah, you want to clap? Please clap. So after you have dug seven times, there's a Rehoboth waiting for you. After you have tried and tried and tried, after they have poured sand into many wells, just keep on going. Just endure. Just persevere. Just run the race. Just encourage yourself. Because surely, surely, as Rehoboth came reality for Isaac, Rehoboth would also come reality for you in the name of Jesus. Have we learned something this evening? Have we learned something this evening? Is somebody encouraged? Is somebody encouraged? Is somebody encouraged? Is somebody encouraged? This is a message of encouragement for you. Don't give up. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, let us just bless the name of the Lord this evening. Thank you again, Pastor Etefia, for introducing us, reintroducing us to this word. I want us to just share a word of prayer just before we go. Just let's quickly, one minute, two minutes. We have shot a long time, but I just want you to pray that no matter how much you have dug, you will make contact with your Rehoboth in the name of Jesus. No matter how long you have dug, Somebody, somebody under the sound of my voice, you've dug twice. Some people thrice. Some four times. Some five times. Some six times. Some, this is your seventh time. Perhaps even your eighth time. But the next one that you dig by the mercies of the living God will be your Rehoboth. You will not have to dig again. Bible says that he made room for him and he was multiplied. And so shall he be. In Jesus' mighty name, we're prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. The people of God celebrate this God we have. Our God of Rehoboth. Our God of Rehoboth. Thank you, Lord.